live from America. You're listening to the Hip Hop Patriot. Jeremy Harrell. slash LFA TV. This is Live from America, and I am your ever-so-humbled, God-fearing, and God-loving host of the show, Jeremy Harrell, the hip-hop patriot, broadcasting from the live free or die Granite State of New Hampshire, and I am accompanied, as always, by my boy, Producer Eli. What's up, Producer Eli? What's going on, LFA family? Hit that share button. Hit that like button. Let's go. You heard him. Let's go. You might see people put LFG. That means let's friggin' go. And let's go. Let me hear where you guys are from. Let's give some shout-outs here. Cat Lover is in the building. Nan77. Joe Demers, WB Patriot. Daw Tet is in the building. VC111, Cat352. Deb McElroy. Barbara Peters. Bad Moon is back. Lindy Lou is in the building. Wayne Davis is here. Keith Day 77. Roxanne is in the building. Big Mama Campbell in the house. Marie from Virginia Beach. How you doing? Shawnee from Maga State of OHIO. Willie Rumble, Troy Farr. And Shaolin One from North Carolina. Come on and raise up. How you doing? Good to see you. Tanya Tucker, Miguel Ortiz, Teapots, No One Cares But Me, Eric Faulkner, Willie Rumble, Parker Bob. It is an absolute pleasure to have you guys all joining in here today on this year of our Lord, January 3rd, 2024. And folks, we got a heck of a two-hour show for you. Now, some people might be watching on Instagram. I don't think it's formatted correctly. So if you want to watch the show in its true form, then all you have to do is go to your Rumble uh, account right now or just go to rumble.com slash LFA TV and you'll be right here. Now, yesterday I informed you that our websites were attacked over the weekend. In no way, shape or form did the donation site get hacked. I want to make that clear. Only the websites were taken down, or, or I, sh- I should say damaged, so we took them down while we repair the damage. Other than that, everybody is solid. Everybody is fine. If you would like to donate, 
Um, and instead of going to our website right now, you're more than welcome to do it right here on rumble.com. Jeremy, can you give little David a shout out? Yes, I can. Little David, hope you're doing well. I hope you're doing good in school. I know you had a rough time there, but I hope things are getting better for you and your family. So anyway, we will be back up and running with our websites, hopefully by the end of the day today, except now we got to shell out $3,000 for a new server, a stronger server with better security. And, you know, it is the way it is. So as the uh, trolls and the losers out there who don't want the truth keep attacking us, yeah, we have to shell out a little bit more money, but you're never going to stop us. It is the way it is. So I'll let you guys know when that is back up and running. I do have a message that I want to share to you from Mr. Donald Trump. Now, I know this is the third, and I know I should have shared this yesterday as we you know, first came back for the, uh, for the new year, but I didn't get a chance to. And I wanted to make sure that I did that today so if we could pop this on the screen. Folks, this was your president, Donald J. Trump, uh, speaking from Mar-a-Lago on New Year's Eve. Roll it. My children are here. They're all here. And I just want to thank everybody. We're going to have a great 2024. We're going to make America great again. We will make America great again. Thank you. We love you all. Have a great time. Have a great new year. Thank you. So, ladies and gentlemen, while we are preparing for a very rough and tumble year of fighting and doing everything we can to make sure that this man is in the White House come 2025, he says we're going to have a great year. What does that man know that we don't? Well, we're going to get into a lot of that today. But then I wanted to play this as a follow-up to that because we know how Fox News has been going downhill for quite some time, quite some time. And arguably, since Tucker left, their largest shows might be Jesse Waters, Primetime, maybe Five Fox or the Five at Fox or whatever it is, uh, the, the Five at Five or whatever it's called, um, and Greg Gutfeld. I think they still get some pretty good viewers. Thank you very much, Raphael. God bless you. Thank you. I really appreciate that. I really appreciate that. And I and, and appreciate you liking that of the show. I thank you very much for letting us know. Well, last night on Jesse Waters... How do they ring in the New Year's? How do they ring in setting the tone for 2024? Now, I knew Fox, I know Fox News has been going downhill, but they still consider themselves a uh, Christian conservative network. I don't think Christian conservatives would have mediums, mediums or psychics on one of their most popular shows to talk about the future of Donald Trump if they were really Christian conservative. And that's what happened on Jesse Waters' show. Now, I know a lot of you might go, this is not a big deal. But it definitely is a big deal when there's people out there deceiving people into thinking one thing so they can make money off of them and really do another. Thank you, Annette. We appreciate the help. God bless you. Roll it. Paula, for you to give me a reading Hmm. on President Trump. Just the one card. One card. One card. Let's do just one card. We like that one. Uh oh. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> what is that? I, I mean, I, I, I do recognize that I'm at, I'm at Fox TV. I am. <laughs> A sense of loss. A sense of loss. But it, it's very <sighs> specific. No, 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 no
move on. Well, look <laughs> it's at that. a sense of loss. It's as if um, he may be thinking more about what he's lost and not still taking full advantage of what he still has. Paula, for you. Wow. Wow. That looks like the death and depression card to me. Now, I'm not a tarot card expert. But that's what you're going to put on the most watched news station on cable news. That's what you're going to do. You're going to bring on a psychic so that you can have a tarot reading for Donald Trump. And you ask her to bring out one card and she brings out that card. That is what Fox News is doing. I guess I'll pray for them. I guess I'll pray for them. Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, some uh, very special news. Tonight at 8 p.m., I hope all of you can join in, or all of you that would like to anyway. I know that some would not. But for those of you who do, Roger Stone will be on LFA TV tonight at 8 p.m. And every night moving forward. Now, Roger will be live some nights. He will not be live other nights, depending on his schedule. Roger has got some commitments that he needs to make to the Trump campaign to help Donald Trump get elected. So he's going to be a little bit uh, spotty as to nailing him down for a certain time. So he won't be live sometimes, and he will be live sometimes. Regardless, any pre-recorded shows that Roger does here at 8, 8 p.m. will be done on that day, unless it's an interview that he's done in, you know, during that week that is really important. So uh, please help us welcome Roger to LFA TV. Again, it is about fighters. It is about people that are going to try and help get Donald Trump elected. And uh, this, this man has a lot of insight on how to do that. So again, that is tonight at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And we're just going to be shifting back the other shows one hour. We're just going to be shifting back uh, Brave, Man in America, and then the 24-hour replay show. All right? So that happens tonight, and I wanted to give you guys those updates. I think now is a good of time as any as to go to the Lord. So let's do that. Uh, please go to your uh, verse of the day today, which if you guys followed this morning, comes from Psalm. And it's actually Psalm 69. And we're talking about um, David feeling like he is drowning. David feeling like he's got the pressure of the world upon him. All right. And really what he's talking about here is depression here. And that even though he's going through all of this, he realized that even though God seemed silent, God wasn't absent. And he continued to plead to God and seek God's face during all of this. So for anybody out there, who is going through depression, anxiety, feel like you're, you know, you're, 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 you're drowning and you can't breathe in life. I want you to go to this, these verses. Save me, O God, for the waters are come in unto my soul. I sink in deep mire where there is no standing. I come into deep waters where the floods overflow me. I am weary of my crying, my throat is dried, my eyes fail while I wait for my God. He is saying that he's crying so much that he's exhausted from crying and his throat is so dry and his eyes can't focus because he's in such anguish and pain. 
They that hate me without cause are more than the hair of mine head. They that would destroy me, being mine enemies, wrongfully are mighty. Then I restored that, I, that which I took not away. Thank you, VI Workman. I appreciate that. O oh God, thou knowest my foolishness, and my sins are not hid from thee. Let not them that wait on thee, O Lord of God of hosts, be ashamed for my sake. Let not those that seek thee be confounded for my sake, O God of Israel. Because of thy sake, I have borne reproach. Shame hath covered my face. I have become a stranger unto my brethren and an alien unto my mother's children. For the zeal of thine house hath eaten me up, and the reproaches of them that, reprodu- uh, that reproached thee are fallen upon me. This means he is depressed. He is alone. He has nobody. He feels like everybody in his life and around his life all over are against him. Everybody has reproach for him. Nobody wants to be around him. He feels like he is shutting himself in a, in a room and that the weight of the world is falling upon him. This is depression, folks. This is David feeling like he is in a deep state of depression because he is not hearing from the Lord. So even David went through this. But then if you go all the way down, I'll scroll down to the bottom. He goes, but as for me, my prayer is unto thee, O Lord. In an acceptable time, O God, in the multitude of thy mercy, hear me in the truth of thy salvation. Deliver me out of the mire and let me not sink. Let me not be delivered from them that hate me out of the deep water. So, ladies and gentlemen, this right here is saying if you are dealing with these same things and you're not getting help from anywhere else and no medication and no doctor, no family member has been able to help you, go to God because he's always there. And he'll always help you. That is Psalm 69 for those just joining in. Let's please remove our hats. Let's go to the Lord in prayer as we get ready to start this first hour of Life from America. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. In Jesus' name, we pray. Amen. That was a wild ride. Shout out to Christ. How's it going? Jesus, my savior, says the one I am. That's the way I like to start a show. Thank you guys very much. We're getting ready here. Please make sure that you reach out uh, to all your friends. Share this link out to everybody. Make sure you click that thumbs up, folks. That is very, very, very important to click that thumbs up to make sure that the uh, algorithm sees that everybody watching really loves Live from America. And as we get started today, I want to go and highlight and talk about one of our favorite partners and sponsors here who is uh, sponsoring the first and foremost section today, and that is our friends Denise and Corey and family. That includes all the little goat herd, every every single little goat herd family um, that has become part of OFP Farms family. Big shout out to all of you. And ladies and gentlemen, it doesn't matter if it is the goat milk bath and body, the goat kisses lip balm, the, the collectibles, the, the, the Christmas shopping or gift boxes, the men's beard and bath products, magnesium products, all of these things that you get at the store from these large companies 
They don't even hold a candle to the quality and the passion that comes in every single order that you get from Denise and Corey at OFP Farms. Folks, there's always deals. There's always some kind of a bundle deal as well so that you can try multiple different things on your first order. And the great thing about shopping with OFP Farms and all their goat milk products and look at all those beautiful, passionately packaged items, the greatest thing about them is that they are you. There are people out there that are just trying to get by, decided to go out on a limb and start their own business, and they even did it in California, and they're succeeding. And they're succeeding because of orders from people like you. So do yourself a favor and do the herd a favor and go to OFPFarms.com. Order whatever you'd like and use the promo code LFA15, LFA15, and it'll get you 15% off. That's OFPFarms.com, promo code LFA15. F-A-15, and I'd like to thank everybody who's donating toward the new uh, server. Barb, 100 bucks. B.S. Thompson, Happy New Year. Bring in 2024. Boom, 50 bucks. 75 bucks, Barbara Peters, thank you. Mary, 35 bucks for the new server, thank you. Nancy, 25 bucks. Cat, 352 VI Workman, all of you guys, this is the power of the people. And this, this is why this network continues to climb and continues to grow. As we just hit 4,000 live viewers, I want to say thank you. Welcome to everybody who might have come over from any other platform, Telegram, Getter, Instagram. We appreciate you. We are just getting ready for our two-hour show. Our two-hour show. Are you ready? I'm ready. Let's get into it, folks. Well, we need our first slurp, don't we? We need to have that first slurp. Pep says we need to save America. That's exactly what we're going to do. That's exactly what we've been doing. So let's get to the first and foremost section. Here we go. Donald Trump appeals directly to the Supreme Court. uh, the, The main Secretary of State ballot ban that happened late last week, okay? This one is different from Colorado. The reason why this one is different from Colorado or any of these other states is because the main secretary of state took this upon herself unilaterally, taking the word manage the electoral process in the state of Maine as unilaterally decide the electoral process and the laws that you must abide by in the state of Maine. She does not have that authority to do that. As a matter of fact, the Constitution of the United States, which all of us know by now, says that the only people that have the power to make or change or amend the election laws in each and every state, that plenary power resides with the Congress of that state. That means the House of Representatives, the Senate, and the governor, the three branches of government that come up with the laws of that state. And really, the House of Representatives, they have the most power when it comes to that process, not the main Secretary of State. She can only manage a process that has already been put together under the laws of that state. The laws of that state do not give her plenary power to change election law or decide who she's going to have on the ballot based on a conviction or a charge that never happened. President Trump appealed that decision by the main Secretary of State to the Superior Court yesterday. Quote, President Trump's legal team on Tuesday appealed Maine Secretary of State Shenna Bellows' ruling that deemed him ineligible from appearing on the state's GOP primary ballot in Maine Superior Court. 
Maine's psychotic Democrat Secretary of State, Shanna Bellows, unilaterally barred Trump from the 2024 ballot because she decided that he was unfit because he was an insurrectionist. Bellowed issued this order after the Colorado Supreme Court disqualified Trump from the 2024 ballot. The legal theories are based in what we know of Section 3 of the U.S. Constitution's 14th Amendment. Trump has not been charged or convicted with any of that. You all know that, okay? She says because she has full power to manage the state election system that she can do this. Well, ladies and gentlemen, the difference between the Colorado Supreme Court case and their decision and the main Secretary of State's decision is that the Colorado Supreme Court, unless the Supreme Court says that they agree with the Colorado Supreme Court, Trump will stay on the ballot because they know they don't have the power to do that. So really the Supreme Court can or decide not to get involved in that one because he's on the ballot unless the Supreme Court comes out and they find that they are one in the same uh, in their decision with the Colorado Supreme Court. However, the main ballot ban is completely different because it never went through a court process. So now the Supreme Court must get involved. They must get involved. They have to get involved, and they've been put into a corner with this decision and this appeal from Trump's team. They have to make a decision. And it's about damn time that they do have to make a decision. I am really sick and tired of these weak-spined Supreme Court members that don't want to make a decision that might disrupt the peaceful society that we don't even have anymore. And they want to keep the peace so much that they won't make a decision because it's a little too tough. Here's the problem. If they were actually Supreme Court justices that abided by law, and they actually made their rulings based on the Supreme Court of the United States of America and made this ruling today, then every one of these ballot challenges would be done today. There's no way they could do it. Instead, the Supreme Court has decided to sit this one out till now, and who knows what they'll do here. Kind of backed into a corner, though. And they're allowing these states and these DAs and these secretary of states to continue to go after Donald Trump and keep him in court, keep him paying lawyer fees, keep him off the campaign trail. Just what they used to say, Eli, shift or get off the pot. Yeah. Shift or get off the pot. Put up or shut up. The Supreme Court needs to get involved, and they need to make the ruling based on the Constitution of the United States of America. And this appeals, this appeal process from this main ban, uh, main ban of the ballots should put them in that corner to have to make a decision. Because this isn't a court ruling. The Supreme Court has to make at least some kind of a decision. So let us pray that not only they make this decision uh, quickly, swiftly, and smoothly, but that they make it not based on our own desires as Americans who support Donald Trump, but that they make it based on the Constitution and the Constitutional Republic that we live in. 
If they do that, all of that is over. And we already know the court cases are over. Those aren't going anywhere. I want Donald Trump on the campaign trail not dealing with court cases. And the Supreme Court could stop a lot of that by just getting involved and doing their job, which I believe this will force them to do. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is our first and foremost section of today. We have 4,300 people watching. I see that Suzanne has put the show link in the live chat. That is a safe link. You guys can copy that and paste that into your Facebook, Getters, True Socials, Twitters, and any other gab, wherever else you guys post, okay? Moving on. We have explosive summary reports that Donald Trump himself is now sharing. We have a lot of military activity going on. And even if you listen to Arthur Nettler, who is in the chat, he'll tell you about all the military activity going on with military helicopters flying south of the border. But before we get into any of that, let's talk about these explosive summary reports of election fraud that we all knew was there. Thank you, Tina or Tina. I think it might be Tina, T-Y-N-A. Thank you so very much that we all have been talking about since the day it happened. But now that there's a summary put out and all of the evidence that was, that was collected, all the proof that was collected was from governmental uh, sites and documents and reports. Ladies and gentlemen, there's going to be people in the chat that go, what are we going to do about it? Well, what's going to happen is that these states will be forced, forced to make sure that there's no cheating and no corruption in the next election. That's what's going to happen here. But I want to take you back a little bit and read this story from Brian Lupo. Wisconsin and Pennsylvania highlights from the explosive summary of election fraud in the 2020 presidential election in swing states. Earlier yesterday, Donald Trump truthed out an all-inclusive summary report of the 2020 election and the anomalies and the discrepancies in the six swing states that stole the election for Joe Biden in the middle of the night. Okay. Donald Trump tweeted out this, or I should say truthed out this. Can we get this up on a, um, maybe a side-by-side? I think it's better to, to see what you're, what you're hearing somebody read so you can read along with them. Right there, that's perfect. Okay, here we go. Page one, summary of election fraud in the 2020 election, presidential election in the swing states. I am pleased to share a report that is fully verified. Most of the information was gotten from government sources, tapes, and other public records and compiled with the most highly qualified election experts in the country. These numbers are determinative and, in all cases, are hundreds of thousands of votes per swing state, more than I needed to win that state. If the Republican Senate does not step forward and address this atrocity, it will happen again and be virtually impossible for Republicans to win in future elections. Okay, so let's get to this um, summary report. Here is where we will focus on Wisconsin and Pennsylvania. The 32-page report can be read in its entirety at the bottom of the article that I'm reading, and I'll put that link in the chat. Here's happened happen in Wisconsin. Here's a summary of the Wisconsin report. And again, all of this proof, all this evidence, all of these statements, all this stuff that I'm about to read to you, is going to be taken. And after Donald Trump destroys these people trying to put him in jail in court, 
And after Donald Trump gets rid of this ballot ban crap, he's going to go after each one of these states in court, and he's going to make sure that this stuff that I'm about to read to you does not happen again. This is his plan. The Wisconsin Supreme Court ruled drop boxes are illegal under Wisconsin law in a 4-3 decision in July of last year. So that's a big one right there. No more drop boxes that are illegal under Wisconsin law. The WEC, the Wisconsin Election Commissioner, Megan Wolf, unilaterally declared ballot drop boxes could be used to vote in the 2020 election, even though the Wisconsin Election Commissioner's never voted to adopt this memo. So she unilaterally did something that was allowed in 2020 that will not be allowed in 2024. They're on this like flies on manure. In the city of Milwaukee, nearly half of all of its votes were cast by mail, totaling 217,424 ballots. The city deployed 15 drop boxes with election officials claiming that the drop boxes would be under 24-hour surveillance. However, after the election, not a single municipality in the county produced video surveillance of drop boxes in response to open records requests. Guess what now? Any drop boxes that are legal will have to be inside of a government municipality building, and they will have to be monitored 24-7, and there'll be people making sure they're monitored 24-7. That was not allowed in 2024. Remember, we had to be proactive rather than reactive, okay? In 2020, there was a surge of um, indefinitely confined votes in Wisconsin, resulting in a number of 220,404 votes cast from individuals who were exempted from showing voter ID. This surge of suspect votes was due to Democrat election clerks giving advice that was deemed illegal after the election, instructing voters to identify themselves as disabled during the COVID pandemic to avoid voter ID laws. That will not happen again. Scott McDonald, the Democrat clerk of Dane County, which encompasses the area of Madison, told all residents they could identify themselves as indefinitely confined because of COVID, specifically citing it was a way to get around the voter ID law. That will not happen again. So see, each piece by piece, there's going to be people overseeing to make sure that this does not happen again. And by law, they will be allowed to oversee it and be there. And ladies and gentlemen, you may say, well, by law, they were had to do it last time. I agree. I agree 100%. But we had to be reactive last time. And nobody knew what to do during the moment that they were doing all of these illegalities, that they were committing all of these crimes. There was nobody in place to stop it in real time. There will be this time. There will be this time. And a lot of people don't have trust that there will be this time. But the reason why we have fought for four years to get this information, all of it out, is to make sure we knew exactly how they did it so they could not do it again. We didn't know how they were going to do it last time. We just know they were going to do it. We didn't know every aspect in which they were going to choose. And we're getting so close to the election now, there isn't much they could do outside of this again on a scale to steal the election. That is why they want him jailed so bad. You have to ask yourself, is what Jeremy is saying true? If what, if what I'm saying is not true, then why are they trying to jail him so bad? Eli, if they could just steal the election again, right? If they could just steal the election again, then why wouldn't they just steal the election again? Yeah. True. Isn't that a good question? 
Excellent. Ask yourself that question. Oh, Eli, we got increased immigration that said Jesus was a F-A-G-G-O-T. You can ban him for life. Ask yourself that very simple, honest question. If they could steal the election again, then why are they trying everything they can to ban him from running? Wouldn't they just say, we got this. No problem. We're not going to spend our time and money to do this. We'll just beat the hell out of him again and make him a twice beaten, twice disgraced president. That's what they'll say. That's what they would do. But they could not. They cannot. And that's why they're trying to get him. All right? So I want to move down to Pennsylvania. There was a lot more about Fulton County. I mean, about Georgia. But now let's go down to Pennsylvania and read some of the things that happened there. Months after the election, there were 121,240 more votes than voters. Remember that? According to the Pennsylvania Department of State. Thank you, guys, all. I see. Oh, I see how much you guys are raising for the new server. Thank you so very much. So there were more votes than there were voters by over 120,000. Republican lawmakers led by state representative Frank Ryan were tracking the vote discrepancy in real time in the statewide uniform registry of electors, the SURE system, which we covered before here on LFA. Ryan, a certified public accountant, initially reported that there were 170,000 more votes than voters in the presidential race, more than twice that margin in Pennsylvania. The numbers just don't add up. Pennsylvania credited 71,893 people for voting who returned mail-in ballots after the election day, and these individuals were included in the voters' history files. This included 50,285,000 received votes between November 4th and November 6th. 11,570 received between November 7th and November 11th, and 10,000 that were received after November 12th. They just kept bringing them in. They won't do that this time. It's not going to happen. And we know it's not going to happen because we are being proactive rather than reactive. So there, ladies and gentlemen, I'm not going to read the rest of this stuff to you. Let's not forget about the Zuckerbucks. Remember the Zuckerbucks that Facebook poured into Pennsylvania? Like 25 million at the last, it was like 500 million altogether, but it was like 25 million there in that last bit for Pennsylvania. That's not going to happen again. Again, If they could cheat and win the election again, then why would they be trying to jail jail or assassinate Donald J. Trump? And let's get now let's move to Georgia, because this summary also showed that Georgia's voter rolls were dirtier than ever in 2020. Tens of thousands of ineligible addresses cast votes in 2020, and we now know that. And we now know that Brian Kemp and Brad Rappensberger are under the biggest spotlight on earth, so much so that on December 19th, Brian Kemp approved a hearing that actually exposed the voter fraud that Brad Rappensberger let get by him or was a part of. Why are they doing all this stuff? Because Trump's plan is to make sure that those five swing states are not stolen again. And if those five swing states are not stolen again, they don't lose. We don't lose. The Democrats lose. Why do you think they're trying so hard to leave all the illegal aliens in Texas? 
Why do you think that these mayors, New York and all these other mayors, want these Texas illegals to, or the illegals to stay in Texas and not be shipped out? Because they need to turn Texas blue. If they don't turn Texas or Florida blue, they're screwed. And they know that. It's all starting to come together. Folks, we are at 4,855 people watching. Do me a favor. Please click that thumbs up and let's get over 5,000 immediately. And now those Georgia voter rolls are also being cleaned up. Oh, but I've got more good news. Catherine Engelbrecht, Greg Phillips, and True the Vote, and everybody that's been involved in that, Dinesh D'Souza, Heather Mullins, and all of them, True the Vote just won a massive lawsuit in Georgia pertaining to the 2020 election. Bringing you a great bit of breaking news. We've just learned from the Northern District Court of Georgia that the judge has rendered a decision in the case Fair Fight v. True the Vote. And that decision is that we have been fully vindicated. Today is a great day for America. Today is a great day for trustworthy elections. You see, we were sued by Fair Fight back in December of 2020 when we endeavored to help Georgia citizens file lawful elector challenges, basically asking their counties to take a look at the voter records because it would seem, based on data that we could provide to them, uh, it would seem that many of those voters, in fact, some 364,000, according to our data, had moved from either the county or state where that voter was registered. And so... In so doing, we do a lawsuit from Fair Fight, and we have been um, battling it out for three years. Today, I am thrilled to tell you that the court has decided in our favor in full. We've beaten Stacey Abrams, Fair Fight, Mark Elias and his law firm and his gaggle of attorneys and the Department of Justice. Thank you to all of you who stood so steadfastly by us through these tumultuous times and there there were some difficult moments along this journey many many changes but we have uh, continued to stand stand strong knowing that it is it is right it is not only right it is necessary for citizens to stand for lawful elections for trustworthy elections and today is a great example of why we should continue justice has been served Amen. It was a, it's a good uh, indication on why, on why we should continue the fight. Because even though it seems like it takes a long time, we do succeed. Those, hey, look, the squeaky wheel gets the grease, right? And as long as we keep grease in that squeaky wheel, we will succeed. And we're going to get these lawsuits or, or these uh, charges in Georgia thrown out. This case against Trump, that'll be thrown out. The case with Jack Smith, that'll be thrown out. We'll talk about that a little bit later. The case in Florida, that'll be thrown out. So you know what we do when we uh, have good news here about all these summary reports and all this activity? We celebrate, ladies and gentlemen, because we always... Give glory to God. All good things come from God, and God tells us that. That's God's promise, and we thank God for that promise. Now, Donald Trump has an ambitious plan that he has detailed on how to flip Democrat strongholds from blue to red, and he vows a very, very heavy play for New York, New Jersey, Virginia, 
New Mexico, and longtime Democratic state-held Minnesota. So let me ask you this question. If Donald Trump has a plan and he thinks that he's going to succeed to flip those states, New York, New Jersey, Virginia, New Mexico, and Minnesota, red, don't you think he knows he's got the swing states all perfectly figured out? Don't you think he's got the right plan in place? If he's going to go and he, and he is vowing to win those states and flip them red, that means that is a man with a plan. Let's get into this story by Jim Hoft. Donald Trump, in an interview with Breitbart News, detailed an ambitious plan to contest traditionally Democratic strongholds in the upcoming 2024 election. Firmly eyeing a return to the White House and confident of securing the GOP nomination, Donald Trump intends to make a heavy play. Thank you, Garco. Thank you for everybody donating for the new server. Plans to make a heavy play for states like New York, New Jersey, Virginia, New Mexico, and Minnesota, a move that could potentially redraw the electoral battleground map. Trump's strategy emerges as part of an aggressive campaign to rally states that have not swung Republican in presidential elections for years and in some cases, decades. His audacious plan includes holding major rallies with ideas such as renting out the iconic Madison Square Garden in Manhattan to galvanize support right in the heart of the city. Quote, one of the other things I'm going to do And I may be foolish for doing it, he said. So I'm going to make a heavy play for New York, heavy play for New Jersey, heavy play for Virginia, heavy play for New Mexico and Minnesota. And I'm going to win them. I'm going to rally. I'm going to do speeches. I'm going to work them. That doesn't mean I'm going to work them as hard as I work Pennsylvania, where I'm doing very, very well. Kara Castronova went down to the Bronx and took that temperature, if you remember. And you know what they said. Bring Daddy Trump, bring Trump to New York. What'd they say in Chicago? You bring Trump to the, to the hood, we're going to get thousands of people to walk behind him. Thousands of people. The support for Donald Trump in these inner cities is more than it's ever been. As a matter of fact, the report for Republican ide- uh, ideology, ideal, ideals are more in these cities than they've ever been in my entire life. Tina Tidwell, thank you very, very much. Majogo, thank you very, very much. You guys are wonderful people. uh, Teapots1, thank you so very much. Somebody said I look like the brawny man. Well, you get me over 5,000 and I'll feel like the brawny man. How about that? Let's let's push our way back to 6,000. So here we go. Quote, so I believe we have a chance to win New York. I believe we have a chance to win New Jersey. If you look at Lee, he lost by a pretty close race. But it's 100 times worse than that now, as it was two years ago. Now you have people. You have aliens living on Madison Avenue. You can't get into a hospital. You can't get into a school. You go to a public school and half the kids are sitting there have no idea what the teacher is saying. You can't get into these schools. I think it's really bad, and I think the people of New York and New Jersey and a lot of these other states uh, are sick of it. It would have been semi-unthinkable But I think these are states that can be won now. What do you think? Let's bring up the rumble chat. Do you think that Donald Trump can win New York, New Jersey, New Mexico, Minnesota? Is it possible for Donald Trump? Is the country doing that bad? Lulu Red says, 
Turn NYC red in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. We just crossed 5,000. Thank you. Make sure that everybody watching gives us a thumbs up. We appreciate that. Those flannels for sale on the site, they will be uh, by the beginning of next week. I can finally sit down and watch a show all finished with cat duty, says Terry. These blue states are going to go red. Yes, he can. I think he could take all 50 states, says W. Wilson. Let's do this LFA strong. Amen. Alex says, I'm from NYC. Yes, I believe it. Brawny man, ready to clean up, says Annette. Right on. I like that. I like that. Tim and Gina say, yes, absolutely. So, folks, if you think, if all these people in here think that Donald Trump can actually flip things red from blue that have been red for that long, then why do you have any doubt that he's going to win the election at all? I have zero, zero. Sean Farish not agree. Sean thinks it's impossible to turn red, blue. Well, that's because Sean isn't thinking godly. Because I know a little verse called Philippians 4.13. And that says, with Christ, all things are possible. Just saying. Just saying, ladies and gentlemen. I think he can. Matter of fact, I know he can. Now, Donald Trump has another plan. So that's his plan. He's going to go in. He's going to turn these blue states red. He's also got another plan, ladies and gentlemen. Because there's a little old GOP debate coming up on CNN. Donald Trump says, not only am I skipping the CNN primary GOP debate, but I'll host a a town hall the same night. Fox News on Tuesday announced that it will host a town hall in Iowa. Should host it on LFA, right? Wow, Ann MK, Eli. 500 bucks, half of it for your salary and half for the server. Thank you so much. That's amazing. Thank you very, very, very much. Very, very much. Who cares what anyone thinks? God, with God, all things are possible, says Arrow Pink. That's how I think. So Fox News announced that Brett Bayer and Martha McCallum, the two biggest rhinos, will moderate the Fox Town Hall. I can't wait for Donald Trump to put Brett Bayer in his place. He looks like a Lego character. He looks like a Minecraft character and has zero brain. The town hall will focus on issues facing voters ahead of the Iowa caucus. That's beautiful that Donald Trump is doing that because he's not gone to one of these trashy GOP debates and, and he's, his uh, popularity continues to rise, not going to them. He wins the debates he doesn't even attend. Big announcement right now. Fox News is hosting a town hall with former President Donald Trump. It is scheduled for January 10th in Des Moines, Iowa. Start time, 9 p.m. Eastern. Martha McCallum and I will moderate that. We hope to see you there. And I tell you, Dana, that's just five days ahead of the Iowa caucuses. And that is a big deal, as he's obviously trying to reach out to Iowa voters uh, and answer some tough questions, not only from us, but also from voters in the in the crowd. Yeah, and one of the things I mentioned with I'll that- bet you I'll bet you Brett Bayer wasn't happy. I bet it came across the screen. You will be moderating this town hall. He's probably like, oh, man, now I got to go get sound bitten to death people are going to be putting out sound bites that donald trump said about me for for months i'm not going to be able to take it he probably was not happy look at the look on his face that does not look like a happy man i had a few questions that i'd like to answer in the chat somebody said jeremy do you get reporting or do you get some of your uh do you get uh gateway pundit 
Uh, do you go to them for some of your research? Yes, I do. Gateway Pundit, I use for research. I'm friends with a, a lot of the people that work over there. Um, National File, I get some research from. Uh, the Hill, uh, Revolver, uh, Breaking News, 9-11, uh, um, uh, Dispatch, uh, I get my news from so many different places. The Federalist, um, people that I know out in the field that are getting their own stories and reporting them. So it's just a matter of like bringing everything in for the daily news. But yes, uh, Gateway Pundit is great. We love them. We love them. Um, Eli, why isn't my comments in different color? I'm donating monthly. What would be a different color? Just wondering. Yeah, it has, I, we don't control that. We don't control Rumble. Um, if you're a monthly donor on JeremyHerald.com or LFA TV uh, US, that has nothing to do with Rumble. If you're a monthly Rumble ranter. So yes, you can Rumble rant all you want, but there's a thing called a subscribe, a monthly subscribe where you do like five bucks a month. That is what changes, I think, your color, right, Eli? I'm not 100% sure. Uh, and somebody else asked, how do I sign back up to be a monthly donor on your website Is your, if your website's not working? As soon as it's back up, you can go right back in and re-sign back up, okay? The, the donation site has nothing to do with what they did to our website, just so you know. Um, Jeremy, the Epic Times. I, I, sometimes, sometimes I get some information from the Epic Times. It depends on if they have it exclusive or not. If they don't have it exclusive, then, then yeah, then I do sometimes. Um, so I want to take a quick break here real quick, and then we're going to get back into January 6th, the border and many other things in the second hour of the show. But right now I'd like to take a quick, quick break and talk about EnviroCleanse folks. You guys have seen the EnviroCleanse in action many, many times. And if you haven't seen it, I will actually pull it up on the screen right now. Uh, as you see it right there, go ahead, let's play this. It's a great commercial for EnviroCleanse the Enviro Cleanse Mobile UV Air Purifier, and I'm gonna add this little guy to the mix. This smoke bomb, I'm gonna light this off, throw it inside the tent, I'm gonna turn on the Enviro Cleanse, and we're gonna see how fast it cleans the air. And it's not just the air itself. It's the airborne viruses and the bacteria, Look all closely, of it. You can see the air circulating like crazy inside of this chamber and the smoke is clearing out really quickly. This video is not sped up. It literally swallowed every one of these bursts in just a couple of minutes. So there you go, ladies and gentlemen, ekpure.com, ekpure.com. The EnviroCleanse unit is the best, the number one air purifier on the market. Anybody out there with COPD, asthma, or any kind of hard time breathing, any kind of issues breathing, dusty areas that you might live in, the EnviroCleanse will eradicate all of it. It is ekpure.com, ekpure.com, promo code LFA. It'll get you a free air kit and up to $150 off okay ekpure.com should you leave the EnviroCleanse on 24 7 you can i don't i do give it a break sometimes if i'm not in the room like if it's in my bedroom i have it on prior to going to bed and then through my sleep if it's in the living room i shut it off at night when i go to bed so um it depends but it is a pretty pretty strong and rugged machine also ladies and gentlemen for 2024 what better way to ring in your healthy new year than to get your proper daily amount of fruits and vegetables that you need. That is six 
uh, servings of vegetables and six servings of fruits. Let's be honest. How many of you have actually gotten six ver- um, servings of vegetables and six servings of fruit each and every day of your lives? I would guarantee you it's less than 5% of the people that are watching right now. But you can do that and your body can actually start working and operating as God intended it to do if you start the Field of Greens Challenge. And I got to tell you, anybody that gets a physical done before Field of Greens and a few months after drinking Field of Greens every day, it'll be like night and day. So you can join in on this challenge with this pure organic superfood as well. All it is is pure organic fruits and vegetables ground up into a powder. And there you go. Fieldofgreens.com, promo code LFA, fieldofgreens.com. Promo code LFA for 15% off today. Join the challenge and join the rest of us in our healthy new year. Now, 5,200 people watching here on Rumble. Thank you very much for being here. Those that were watching on Instagram, you're going to have to come over for the second hour here on rumble.com slash LFA TV. And we're going to get right back into it. Steve Bannon was having a conversation yesterday about January 6th. And in this conversation about January 6th, um, What came up was what did Liz Cheney delete? And we've been talking about this information that has been deleted from the January 6th committee and how Donald Trump is moving to get the entire January 6th case by Jack Smith thrown out just on the simple fact that he cannot defend himself properly. If you throw, if you deleted or damaged or got rid of evidence that would have exonerated me, you have to throw this court case out. And apparently the evidence that, that that's in question here is testimony that would have 100% exonerated Sister Donald Kelly back Trump. in here for a second. You've seen it up close. I mean, when I look at it and I read your stuff, I go, this can't possibly be happening in the United States. Jack Smith was out of control in the Hague. I mean, and you've documented that, and, and Grinnell's come on and documented that. He was out of control, making up stuff, having these guys, CIA guys come and testify. He was out of control with what he And I'm not saying there weren't a couple, three bad guys over there that might have needed some investigating, right? Uh, but he was out of control. He's so out of control here. It's, it's mind-numbing. Just, just tell me about because J6 is the centerpiece. You know, these guys went for three years. It was J6, 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 insurrection, insurrection, insurrection. Now they don't want to talk about J6. They don't want, he don't want to bring it up. And here's the thing, Julie Kelly. The, correct me if I'm wrong. The entire phony thing in the 14th Amendment, both in Colorado, the Colorado judge, the, the, the Supreme Court in Colorado even took it more, and the, this clownish Secretary of State in Maine, they all predicate taking Trump off the ballot with what? Wait for it. The J6 committee report, ma'am. That's exactly right. I mean, Jack Smith's 45-page indictment against Donald Trump on four counts uh, for January 6th is basically lifted right from the January 6th Select Committee report. I mean, you could go through it, and I think that I did as soon as the indictment was filed, and compare that to what we heard in the January 6th hearings and also their final report that was issued in December of 2022. Jack Smith hasn't done any heavy lifting here. He is cribbing all the work from the January 6th Select Committee, which means it's even more important that Mike Johnson and Republicans start their own January 6th Select Committee to investigate the other January 6th Select Committee. Because if the predicate for this criminal indictment 
for the Colorado Supreme Court and others is based on the work of this committee. It is crucial that House Republicans expose the malfeasance of that committee, which is centered on now the destruction or concealment of evidence, and not just from the public, now from the defendant in Jack Smith's January 6th indictment. So this is so crucial, and we've been calling for this for months. I know that Representative Loudermilk said that his subcommittee would accelerate this investigation into the J6 committee and other uh, related issues for J6. But look, that's not sufficient. No, 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 it's not enough. You know, he's been he's been wandering. He's been wandering around for a year and, and he says, hey, McCarthy, stop him. I don't doubt that. But just because McCarthy said it doesn't mean it's holy writ. You should have come out and said, hey, this is not acceptable. It's called having a set of stones. He seems like a nice enough guy, and he wants to have a, you know, he wants to write a couple of uh, sharply worded letters. And no, 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 we don't need that. We need Johnson. We need the highest level, not Loudermick. We need the leadership in the House to immediately act upon this. They've got to uh, take everything the J6 thing did and say, no, that no longer is, a, is a operational, and set up a new J6. The number one thing is find out the destruction of evidence. Remember, over 1,100 recorded depositions. I think only 200. Is the math here about 200? They they even at one time made available. So there's eight or 900 we haven't even seen. You say that the and I want to make sure when you talk about uh, our guy here that that guy is the head of the Secret Service. Bobby Engel is the head of the Secret Service. He's not just some security guy. He's the head of the Secret Service uh, detail with President Trump. Is that, is that his billet? That's correct. He was head of Donald Trump's security detail. And his transcript. You think that would, given, given Cassie Hutchinson's bald face perjury, and she should go to jail for a long time. That's how important this is. You're not going to be able to stand up there and lie about a guy in the middle of a fight for the control of the country, young lady. You're going to, and you're, don't give me your, you're not going to be able to change your testimony. We got it on tape. He, he's the he's the head of the Secret Service. How possibly can his deposition be missing, ma'am? How how did that happen? How could that possibly be? So there you go. Head of the Secret Service for Donald Trump's detail. Now, they all have each de- each president has a detail. Right. And they get to pretty much hand select and pick their detail for the most part. But they all each have like a director who oversees the detail for that specific elected official. In this case, the guy that oversees Donald Trump's detail, his testimony, his deposition was lost, gone. Why? Well, because what he said in his testimony and in his deposition would have 100% exonerated Donald J. Trump of any wrongdoing that he might have thought in his head that the Democrats think that they know. Oh, he he was definitely trying to overturn the election, really, because his words said everything else. Well, we thought that was his intention. Well, how are you proving his intention when you're throwing out deposition testimony from the head of the Secret Service detail for Donald Trump, who clearly had something to say that the January 6th committee didn't want the American public to hear? So everything that Jack Smith is going after Donald Trump on is everything that is in the January 6th committee's report. It has nothing to do with anything beyond that. And we know who was in charge of that, Nancy Pelosi. So we have all of this 
We have proof and evidence to the contrary of what they're trying to prove. But against Joe Biden, we have proof and evidence showing exactly that he engaged in traitorous activity, treasonous stuff, money laundering, and insurrection himself. So we have the proof and evidence about one guy that the government is protecting, and there is no proof and evidence about the other guy that the government is going after, and they'll repeat the same talking points day in and day out. There's no evidence of any wrongdoing by President Biden. There's no evidence of wrongdoing. But you said it, Jonathan. There is no evidence. And it's not just coming from Democrats. It's coming from Republicans as well. There's no there there. And it's so unfortunate that Republicans in Congress want to focus on the, on, on the president's family instead of the American family. We want to work with them in a bipartisan way to get things done. We just talked about, leading to your question, we just talked about a, a list of things uh, that I discussed, that we discussed, that we really need to work on for the American family. Yeah, like getting rid of people that have a low IQ, that have zero idea about anything that's actually happening in this country. And she said, it's not just Democrats that say there's no evidence. It's also Republicans. What Republicans? You mean the Republicans that have hightailed it? The Republicans that have resigned, like Kevin McCarthy, who sat there in his mask after January 6th, blamed Donald Trump for it, and said that Joe Biden rightfully won the election? What Republicans? Republicans like Senator Flimsy Lindsey Graham, Lady G, that Republican, that Republican who plays butt pirates every day with people in the Senate, like probably that guy that looked like Ben Shapiro that got caught getting rammed in the tailpipe, that guy? You mean that Republican? How about Republican Bill Johnson, Representative Bill Johnson, who's, who just left, making our majority even slimmer? You mean those Republicans? Yeah, we call them rhinos, you dirtbag toilet brush. We call them rhinos. Republican Bill Johnson resigns from Congress, leaving Republicans with an even more razor-thin majority. Representative Bill Johnson of Ohio announced yesterday he'll be resigning from Congress. I wonder why. I wonder why all these people are running. Kevin McCarthy, oh, I can't be, I can't be Speaker of the House. I guess I'm running. All right, Bill Johnson, I'm running. What that little bow tie loser that filled in for Kevin McCarthy? I'm running. Why? Where are you going? You're making a couple hundred grand a year to do absolutely nothing. Where are you going? All of these Republicans that are leaving their tenure early, even though they're not old enough to retire. What does that tell you? That tells you that they're afraid of something coming. Representative Bill Johnson, you are today's loser here on LFA TV. Roll it. You're an absolute loser and a scumbag. Good riddance. And I'm not what I appear to be. At no time in my life has there ever been the American people on the heels of corrupt politicians more than there is right now. I saw somebody in the chat say, then nobody ever goes to jail. That's because nobody has ever hunted these scumbags like we are right now. And when I say hunted, I'm not talking about hunting them physically or killing them in any way. So calm down, FBI. Calm down, Merrick Garden Gnome Garland. No, when I say rhino hunting, I'm talking about exposing these losers for who they are and getting rid of them legally. 
coming after each and every one of you. So all of you who voted for Bill Johnson in Ohio, he just hightailed it. He doesn't want to be here. He has no, he has no, no, no reason to be here any longer. His job is done. His destruction of America is done. He's done his job. He did what the Democrats paid him to do, and he's bouncing. So I think everybody that's here that lives in Ohio, and there's a lot of you, I think you all need to reach out to Bill Johnson and... Uh, light that loser up. Light that loser up. Where are you going? Where are you running to? Oh, you're trying to make the majority slimmer, aren't you? To help your fellow Democrats. Since you're no longer effective inside Congress, you're going to be affected by leaving Congress and giving an even slimmer majority. What a bunch of losers. I'm so glad that we're exposing and finding out who all these people are now. Like I said, no time in history, at least in my life, have we ever went after these losers like we are now. And it's going to take some time. Now, does anybody here watching LFA TV right now Remember the first time they heard anything about Act Blue? Act Blue. You know that company or that, I should say, that crime syndicate that James O'Keefe has been exposing, saying that the Democrats are actually funneling money through Act Blue and, ta- and pretending that they're taking it from people and, pe- and, they're, and, and they're not and nobody's getting any money? Um, from these people, it's just money coming in and laundering in. Does anybody here remember the first time they heard the word Act Blue? And where did you hear that? Let's see here. Let's pull this up. Act Blue. Hmm. I do, says Barbara. Tina said, or Tim and Gina said, yep. Lisa said, from you. Gotta bounce, Slabstick said. Okay, Slabstick. Hope to have you back soon. Have a good day. Maybe Mike DeSlime will leave Ohio. Everybody hears. They, they remember. They remember when they heard Act Blue. So about two years ago here on LFA TV, we exposed Act Blue for taking money, uh, laundering money for Democrats that were not being donated to Democrats. And then this year, James O'Keefe took it to a whole nother level and actually went to these people's homes that were supposedly donating to Act Blue. And they said, we don't know what the heck you're talking about. So then it started going even further. And a big shout out to James O'Keefe, by the way, for taking this story and running with it to a height that I could never take it to. So we knew that Black Lives Matter, Antifa, and other donations for those organizations were coming through Act Blue, and then they were going to Democrat candidates throughout the country. We exposed that over two years ago. And like I said, James O'Keefe said, okay, now I'm going to go to these people's homes to see exactly what the heck is going on here. And he went and these people, like I said, put a microphone in front of these people's faces. They said, we don't know what you're talking about. But now James O'Keefe has something even deeper. It goes deeper than that. It goes right back to the CCP. And from what this lady says in this video, James O'Keefe is exposing that China has been funneling that money in so Democrats can win. And do you guys all remember Executive Order 13848? Just remember that. Pop this up. Roll this video. James O'Keefe just released a bombshell claiming that 60% of the Act Blue donations they investigated are coming from China. This means the Chinese Communist Party is literally funding the Democrat Party and influencing American elections. Wow. Where's the arrest? Where's the congressional wow. hearings? Wow. Wow. So James O'Keefe says, and he's reporting, that he has found that 60% of those donations coming in through Act Blue are coming from 
China. China. Why do you keep calling it the Chinese virus? Ready, Eli? Because it comes from? China. Where does it come from? China. China. It comes from China, okay? That's where it comes from. So now, executive order 13848, put in place by Donald Trump, really starts to sound sweet, succulent, and good, doesn't it? See, Donald Trump, Peter Navarro, Steve Bannon, all those old school first teamers, even uh, uh, Rich Grinnell, they all knew that China was interfering into our elections. They just wanted to, you know, give out some more line. Give out some more line. Pop! Imagine that. 60% of the money coming through ActBlue is coming from China to influence our elections. Well, how about that? Thank you, Mr. James O'Keefe. So I think we should give James O'Keefe, as he's gotten it many times here before, we've even interviewed him right here when he came out with his last book, book, Muckraker, the Smarty Award of the Day, here on LFA TV, January 3rd. It goes to you, Mr. James O'Keefe. And by the way, ladies and gentlemen, we have unpacked the box. We have got the dum-dums back out. And the dum-dum award of the day is going to go to the Democrats and Act Blue for thinking that you could ever, and I mean ever, get one over on each and every one of us. Boom. Just like that. Dum-dum award of the day goes to them. This is an incredible news cycle, folks. We are really, really hum- humming along here. It is 10 minutes past the hour. Please do me a favor. Let's do another round of sharing if the link can be put in the live chat. Let's do another round of thumbs up. Uh, how, many, how many rumbles do we got here? We have 1,300 rumbles. A rumble is just a thumbs up. So go ahead and rumble this video. We are so close to 6,000 viewers halfway through the w- week. Let's keep going, ladies and gentlemen, because I've got a lot more news. Now, We were talking about Speaker Johnson. We were talking about how weak and effective Speaker Johnson is. And I know Lulu Red has been trying to get me to talk about the impeachment of Mayorkas. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, let me bring you up to speed, all right? Mike Johnson is weak. Mike Johnson is not the leader that we thought he was going to be. Mike Johnson is a man of God, and for that, I respect him to the highest mountain and beyond. However, as a House Speaker, I think he's probably the least effective House Speaker I have ever seen, even in the little time that he's had so far, okay? He's done absolutely nothing but pen letters and do interviews. I want to see action. So we are now seeing that there's an impeachment moving forward with Mayorkas, and that Mayorkas is finally getting articles of impeachment moving forward on him. That is good news. I am happy about that. Should have happened a long time ago. It should have happened before the Christmas break. We should have already been on that. A January January 6th committee, a real January 6th committee, should have already been um, put up. And all this is doing is stringing things along. And everybody's like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, my orcas is being impeached. Really? Really? I don't see any impeachment of Biden moving forward. What's going on with that? So Mike Johnson has come out and said that his focus for 2024 will be the southern border is a top priority. The southern border is a top priority. I agree with him, it is. But it doesn't seem like it's a top priority with you. You think impeaching Mayorkas is somehow going to stop the flow? No. I'm going to tell you what needs to happen right now. Speaker Mike Johnson, if you're listening, if you could just listen 
to the actual news for five seconds. Listen to people that actually know what the hell's going on, and that's not you. Let me just give you some advice. You are the third most powerful person in America. You are the third in line to the presidency. No more baby bullshit games. You don't have to continue to string the American people along like your predecessor did and Paul Ryan before him and Nancy Pelosi. Hey, at least Nancy Pelosi got stuff done. You're doing absolute F all, okay? You are the most weak person that I've ever seen that, that I had so much hope for being a man of God. You brought God into the House of Representatives. That's great. But what are you doing with those skills? What are you doing with those gifts? You're doing nothing. So here's my advice to you. Put up or shut up and resign. And when I say put up, what I mean is hold every single vote on every single piece of legislation that comes to the House of Representatives, hold it hostage. There will be nothing that gets voted on until that border is secure. There won't be another thing that gets voted on. Not a damn thing. We won't even vote on what we want for lunch as a whole in this House of Representatives. And not only that, I also control the power of the purse, meaning that I am, I am the one that controls how much money that these agencies get and when they get it that ain't happening either i'm stopping all of it not a single damn thing will happen in the house of representatives we might as well shut the government down because without us working you don't get anything done either so not a damn thing gets done until we shut that border down and we start impeachment processes on christopher ray joe biden and my and they need to be real ones and I want a January 6th committee done. And I want the January 6ers out of jail. Those things happen, then you're a real man. Until then, you're nothing but a coward, and we will do whatever we can to put the pressure on the right people for a motion to vacate. And you'll be gone before February. We're not playing games. We're not playing games. You have that power to do that. Nobody can retaliate and do anything to you that's worth anything if you exercise your power in that role. And you're not doing anything. So you could sit here all day long and you can give me a word salad all day long. You could pen letters all day long. But until you actually do something, I'm against you. And you know who I'm for? Victoria White. Victoria White is a January 6th defendant who was brutalized and beaten by D.C. police officers. She has just filed a lawsuit against not only the police, but against Speaker Mike Johnson, too, so that he investigates January 6th immediately. Victoria White is a peaceful protester that was brutally beaten to a bloody pulp by D.C. police after, I mean, during the January 6th protest. Victoria was later arrested in an FBI raid on her home and sentenced to jail time for interfering with law enforcement officers during a civil disorder. Victoria is now fighting back, suing Capitol Police officers that brutalized her mercilessly, mercilessly, I mean, with fists and batons, causing her to black out and subsequent brain damage. That's what they did. White is also suing the Republican Speaker of the House, Mike Johnson, to force him to investigate her beating and the police brutality that occurred on January 6th because the Speaker of the House is in charge of those police. It is about time someone fight, fights back. Bravo to Victoria White, a woman out there fighting when all these men in this country should be doing the same damn thing. Shout out to Victoria White for showing her true courage in the face of incredible evil. Going after Officer Jason Bagshaw. Going after 
other officers that were in his command and also going after Speaker Mike Johnson to do his damn job. Victoria White seeks economic and punitive damages against Jason Bagshaw for violating her constitutional rights, including but not limited to her constitutional right to be free from unlawful seizures, her constitutional right to be free from excessive and unreasonable force, and her constitutional right to not be discriminated against for her viewpoint. Victoria White also seeks the court to order Speaker Mike Johnson to conduct an investigation into the police brutality of January 6th. Now I want to stop and talk about something for a minute. Why would Speaker Mike Johnson need to have somebody, a January 6th, a January 6th defendant, a woman who was beaten, sue him in order to start an actual investigation as to what happened? It really is odd because Mike Johnson has been one of the biggest mouthpieces and opponents to what happened to these people on January 6th. When he was just a representative, he'd be on hearings, in hearings all the time, up on the panel, bumping his gums about the, the, the way that the January 6th protesters were treated. But yet he's not doing a damn thing about it, and he can. He's very powerful in this sense. 5,900 people watching, I implore you guys to continue to keep sharing. That is my question. My two biggest questions of the day that I would like answered. Number one. If they could cheat again in an election and beat Donald Trump, then why are they trying to do everything they can to assassinate him or put him in prison? And number two, why does Mike Johnson need Victoria White, who is a beaten and battered woman by the D.C. police? Why does it take her suing Mike Johnson for him to open up an investigation into what he has already publicly stated is a massive abuse of power? Why? I think those are very good questions. And that's a question that I would like to ask Mike Johnson. Why does this have to happen in order for you to act? Now, it will be interesting to see whether or not Speaker Johnson conducts an investigation or appeals White's lawsuit. So far, the GOP has failed to investigate the January 6th committee. You know what the January, you know what Congress could also do, folks, while we have a majority? We could give Donald Trump absolute immunity. We could give him congressional immunity. We could do that today. Did you guys know that? Bet you didn't. If you did... That's another question. If we have the majority, Mike Johnson has already endorsed Trump. Mike Johnson has publicly come out against the brutality of the January 6th defendants. Why does it take Victoria White to sue Mike Johnson for him to open up an investigation into that? And B, why don't they just give Donald Trump congressional immunity right now? They could do that right now. Larry Reha says, why did you stand by him in the beginning? Are you, do you, Larry, are you a fortune teller? Can you tell the future, Larry? You're always so quick to judge and you're always so quick to ask questions and point fingers. But I would ask you, if you can tell the future, then why are you constantly bitching about your life? I will single people out in this chat who ask stupid questions and say stupid things. Why wouldn't we stand by a man of God who promises something and has been bumping his gums about what he would do if he had power? Larry. That's why I stood by him in the beginning. So don't ask stupid ass questions. That's another thing that we're not going to do in 2024. We're not going to act like we're five. You have to give somebody the benefit of the doubt until they prove to you that they cannot be trusted. That's why I stood by him. 
Now, for the people in here that can tell the future, great. Maybe you, maybe you're, you should go and do another thing for a job. Maybe you would be a millionaire by telling everybody their futures. Is Donald Trump going to be a president, Larry? That'd be a great, that'd be a great uh, fortune teller right there. Is he going to be president? You should tell everybody so they can calm down. I hate stupid questions like that. And I'll always call him out. What's that, Eli? Nothing. <laughs> oh, Larry? Okay. Go join Victoria. How about that? We're not going to play games. Period. We're not going to play games. We have a country to save, and we're not going to sit here and bicker to each other about dumbass things like that. Moving on. Because now we're going to go talk about serious stuff. I don't know, like the border? Can we go talk about the border for a minute? The invasion at the southern border? Somebody said, we have a lot of snakes in the Republican Party. We have a lot of snakes in the chat, too. And just like those people in the Republican Party, these people will show themselves as well. And they can be pushed on. Go watch somewhere else. Go do something. Go destroy something else. It's that simple. Now I want to go back to James O'Keefe, because James O'Keefe not only is working on this Act Blue situation, but he's also working on the situation of these, um, these aliens that are being trafficked all over the country. And who is at fault for that? And today at 4 p.m., he promises to come out with a major story, and this is his trailer for it. Estás pensando en votar en las elecciones en Estados Unidos? Sí. 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 Uh, ¿Qué? Uh, ¿Biden o Trump? Are you transporting um, migrants to the airport, sir? Shut the door right in my face. How did you did you fly here? Did you cross the border? Oh, you crossed the border. Where did you cross? In Arizona? Yes. You crossed the border um, um, illegally against the law. Yes. Sir, who do you who do you work for, sir? Now work for Nuno. I don't gotta leave anywhere. This is a sidewalk. I'd like to have it on video. Biden, estás estás pensado en votar en noviembre, 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 sí? Sí. All right, so if you have Twitter spaces today at 4 p.m., you will be getting more of that story from James O'Keefe. And you just seen what he said there. That guy said, yeah, um, Biden brought me here. Okay, I'm just reading some of that. Biden brought me here, and he said that I'll have, uh, I'll have uh, basically citizenship if I come here. I'll have immunity. I'll be able to be here. And that's the promise that he's making. That is the promise that these NGOs that are working for Biden, for the globalists, for Obama, so that they can be thrown under the bus if they have to, that is what they're doing. They are carrying out orders to replace you, the voter, right here in America. 
And here is Ben Berkwam and our buddy Joseph Trimmer down here exposing one of these NGOs right to her face. And boy, she does not like it in the least. Roll this. I'm like, wait a minute. Wood National, uh, cover the border mainly. Are you with uh, local? Or no, I'm a humanitarian. Oh, okay. Yes, I've been working with the migrant for quite some time. So, um, are y'all are y'all here to talk to them, or are y'all here to? Yeah. Yeah, of course. Yeah. We want to know their stories. Okay, but in a good way, not like in a like. What do you mean a good way? Like, are you going to ask some questions regarding, you know, how people can help them get to, you know, or is it more like? Well, part of, part of it's just finding out who they are, where they're from, where they're going, tell the story. So that's you know part of what we do, find out who the organizations. Are you with a, a specific organization? Yeah, three. Actually, I'll put one. Oh, wow. Who are you with? LULAC. Okay. That's one. My organization, also, I'm a therapist, so... So what, what do you guys do for, for the uh, people here? My name is Joseph Trimmer, ma'am. And what do you do for the migrant, too? So I'm going to ask you a question, the same question you asked me, so we can do this at the same time. Sure. It's cute. I, I share their stories with the rest of the country. All right, so what is it that you want from me? Yeah, how, how, what are you doing for these migrants? So I'm making sure that they're not out here being harassed by people that may not have intentions to help but maybe to put them in a bad light. And are you talking about helping our country? Uh, our country would uh, qualify that. The United States of America? Okay, so you're one of them, right? So you're one of those people that come out here and you're, it's That's New it. Year, right? That's so go out, go home. Isn't this very, very interesting? You have an accent. You go home, stop undermining this country, please. You they're shouldn't be doing this. But they are legally here. They are you know that. They are not here legally. They're asylum seekers. They dropped their, their paperwork at the border and their No, IDs. they're That's asylum seekers. Asylum. Just because they've been they're given a stay of deportation. Not all of them. Yes, you have they all their do. paperwork? Every one of them. Right. So I so ask. because they've been given a stay no, of deportation doesn't mean they're legal. You are completely wrong. That's not true. So they're waiting for a court date. There is no until they're actually is a spin of something right what's happening they, here this is, you is organizations no you guys are all what i call pluralistically ignorant okay cool pluralistically cool. ignorant and and lulac aids and abeds the invasion of our country lulac is yes. both democrat and republican right. coming together people yes. of our country. thank you for destroying the country shame on you shame on you of your color to your races lula ladies and gentlemen lula Lula is the NGO that Ben um, and uh, the others were talking to down there. And that lady was actually thinking that she was going to intimidate them. She came over to them, by the way. She came over to them because they were uh, interviewing illegal aliens about where they were coming from and where they were going, like Ben always does. And she came over and she tried to stop it. She tried to stop it uh, because she works for Lula. And then she sat there and tried to record them. Big deal. We're Americans. We don't care if you record us. 
And they are so upset. Why are they so upset? Just like those people that James O'Keefe is going to expose a little later today. Why are they all so upset? Don't you think they just want to get the truth out? They had to spin the question, too. You seem like a good humanitarian. You want to help people. That's great. Why don't you help the people that are already here? Like our veterans and our own poor. Oh, because they're, they're Americans and they, have, and they have white privilege, you probably say, Eli. Right? Well, there's all kinds of nationality that are poor and on the streets now. So now it's racism and discrimination, if you ask me. Lula, ladies and gentlemen. Lula. <laughs> Lula says, great. Now I got to change my name from Lala back to Laureen. James O'Keefe has proven that Catholic charities are moving the illegal immigrants around the... Bu- Actually, Ben proved that three years ago. We knew that the Catholic Church... Not to, I'm not trying to, you know, take thunder away from anybody, but Ben had proved that the Catholic Church was the first and one of the largest NGOs that the Biden administration was using. So yeah, the Catholic Church has been right in there, right involved in that the whole time. The, the, the whole time. Now, check this out, folks. You guys know that Ken Paxton and uh, Texas have a war right now going on with the Biden regime in court over the razor wire and, you know, keeping illegals out. Well, the Biden administration wants to fight to continue to bring those illegals in and they'll do anything to continue to bring those illegals in. And you must ask yourself why, 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 why? Well, we know why it's to replace you, the voter. It's no longer a secret. If you really think that these people are coming to America for a better life, well, you might be right about that, but it's your life that they're going to be coming for your life, your better life. Are you prepared to give up your better life? Is that dumb woman that worked for that company, Lula, is she prepared to give up her home for those illegals? That should have been the question asked. If you care for these illegals so much, why won't you take them to your home? Eli, it goes back to the uh, Syrian refugee challenge that I did. Remember that, that video that went viral? I said, if you want them so bad, let them live in your home something i would have asked her too cool cool it's great that you're helping these people how many are in your house currently right now she says what are you doing to help these illegals i would say uh female dog what are you doing to help these illegals because you seem like you're doing nothing but hurting america now the biden regime just filed an emergency application demanding that the supreme court allow the biden regime border agents the brown shirt cowards to chop down all razor wire border barriers installed by Texas. And Greg Abbott issues a defiant response. I'm not a fan of Abbott, but we'll get into this story um, by Cullen Lineberger. The Biden regime's determination to betray the American people and remake America has reached a new level. They now want the U.S. Supreme Court to remove a critical obstacle installed by Texas to stop illegal border crossers, leaving the state defenseless against the illegal alien invasion. And CNN reported that the Biden regime wants border agents to have the authority to cut down razor wire that Texas installed on the banks of the Rio Grande to deter border crossers. Texas Governor Greg Abbott's administration installed the razor wire near the Rio Grande River at Eagle Pass, Texas, to slow down the illegal alien invasion that has overrun the state. Crime has skyrocketed, property values has been destroyed and is plummeting, and precious state resources are being drained, all thanks to the regime's open border policy. 
So instead of sending them back, Abbott just plays the game. That's my problem. When Border Patrol agents caved to the regime's dictates and cut through some of the razor wire last October, Texas Attorney General Kenrin Paxton sued. He correctly argued this action destroys state property and undermines security to assist illegal aliens from crossing that river. Or in crossing that river, a federal judge declined to impose an injunction, an injunction against the federal government. The conservative Fifth Circuit Court of Appeals, however, stepped in and granted Texas temporary victory last month, ordering Border Patrol agents to stop the practice while the legal proceedings unfold. Biden's Department of Injustice struck back yesterday, filing an emergency application that demanded that the Supreme Court reverse the ruling. Let's stop right there. Any Biden retards out there, and I know people are going to be mad that I use that word, and I apologize to anybody who thinks that I'm referring to a person who's handicapped. I'm recurring, referring mostly to a person who's just an IQ low, ri- ridiculously stupid person, okay? Or a Democrat, as Eli likes to call them. For any Biden morons out there, why do you think that he would do that? Why? Because Democrat New York mayor in New York City, he doesn't want him. He says that they've destroyed the city. We've got another Democrat mayor that I'm about to expose here in a little bit, who's also now saying they can't keep coming here. They're destroying our city. You cannot have an opinion on a positive opinion on bringing illegals into this country unless you bring them into your own home. It's that simple. It's that simple. Um, American Nandy, that is great. It really is. Jeremy has admitted he gets angry easily and will cuss here and there, same as I do, but he's working on it. Yeah, I am. I am. It, it is the way it is. It is the way it is. It's funny too, Eli. It's usually the people who are telling you how not perfect you are that are very not perfect themselves. <laughs> you know what you should do? <laughs> Eli knows that that's the thing that I hate the worst. When somebody says, you know what you should do. Anyway, uh, folks, moving on to that Democrat. Uh, again, why would Biden try to sue Texas to allow illegal aliens to continue to come in illegally? But see, they will say it's not illegally. They're seeking asylum. Well, I guess I'm going to go to the White House and seek poor. I'm poor. I'm poor. I'm seeking relief. I need money. Money me now. Give it to me. Give me everything, because that's what the illegals are doing. They're coming here and saying, oh, we're just fleeing persecution. Yeah, because persecution exists pretty much anywhere in the world except outside of the United States of America. Jeez. Go across the border and then come back into America, and you're good to go. You'll get everything. Well, you can't be white, Eli. Yeah, yeah. You'd have to do blackface or brownface or something. You'd have to dirty yourself up a bit, Eli. You can't be as Caucasian as you look right now. Roll around in the dirt, grow the beard out. <laughs> be like Pigpen from... <laughs> anyway, folks, let's move on to that Democrat mayor. Um, Edison, New Jersey. How many people live in or live near Edison, New Jersey? Because the Democrat mayor of Edison, New Jersey, according to Kristen Taylor... Uh, New Jersey Sam Joshi sounded like a MAGA Republican in an interview he did with WABC TV posted Tuesday in which he vowed to return every single illegal alien 
bust in from Texas back to the border because he says that they could be armed and their identities cannot be confirmed, making them a security and a health risk. Quote, and I quote, Edison Township police officers did not know of any of these 40 individuals that were carrying weapons. They couldn't be identified, and this is a major problem. That's a major security risk, and it's a health risk, and we're just not going to tolerate it, says Joshi, a Democrat mayor of Edison, New Jersey. Joshi was responding to over, uh, responding after over a dozen busloads of aliens arrived from Texas over the weekend to drop off migrants at a train station in northern New Jersey in an effort to um, skirt and uh, to skirt an, e- an edict by New York City Mayor Eric Adams targeting migrant buses from Texas, dropping migrants off in the city. I don't, I don't, I don't why they keep calling them migrants. Um, so this governor, governor or this mayor, Mayor Joshi, this Democrat mayor says we cannot, we cannot vet them. We, we don't know who they are. They're carrying disease. They're carrying weapons. This is a national security issue and a health issue. Boy, that sounds a lot like a Republican to me. And again, like I said, you show me a Democrat who wants these illegal aliens to come into their city or in their, in their, their towns. And... Uh, and I'll show you a, a, a Republican or somebody who sounds like a Republican after they live with him for a little bit. But there, there he is right there, Sam Joshi, mayor of Edison, New Jersey, folks. Word salad to make them legal. That's exactly right, Shane. So I'd like to give a big applause and a big Smarty Award of the day. Let's go ahead. Let's do it again. Sam Joshi, Democrat mayor of Edison, New Jersey. You'll be getting a visit by the FBI by the end of the week. <laughs> right, Eli? Right? Eric Adams did. I'm sure you will as well. He'll be getting that, uh, he'll be getting that, uh, that visit by the FBI anytime real soon. Now, ladies and gentlemen, Mayorkas. Uh, yes, they are going to be moving forward, apparently. We'll see, though, with impeachment against uh, Mayorkas. Well, Mayorkas is now on TV. He went on MSNBC last night. And he's blaming Governor Abbott for the illegal invasion of aliens. Let me let me identify one fundamental problem here, and that is the fact that we have one governor in the state of Texas who is refusing to cooperate with other other governors and other local officials and coordinate efforts to address a challenge that our country, which this country should stand united to address that our country is facing. And it's a remarkable failure of governance to refuse to cooperate with one's fellow local and state officials. Let me- It's your fault. It is your fault. You are in charge of all of this. You're the one that went away from Trump policies. So while Governor Abbott may be assisting and aiding and abetting in destroying this country, he's not the root cause of this problem. The root cause is you, which is why you are going to be facing impeachment charges very soon. Now, our national security is not at risk. Our national security is already broken. You must know that. As an American, I would be lying to you if I did not tell you the truth, that America is already, it's not 
beginning to die. You're not beginning to be invaded. You're not beginning to be less secure. You are about as in unsecure as you can possibly be. Your dollar, our dollar is absolute trash. It is not backed by the military anymore. Our debt is skyrocketing. Inflation is skyrocketing. Our border is completely wide open. We've completely been invaded. We have more people in this country than many states have. America's dead. America is dead. Right now. It's not dying. It's dead. It is flatlined on the table. And the reason I say that is because Americans aren't fighting back for what they fought for far less 100 years ago, 200 years ago. They fought far less, and we're just sitting back and allowing it to happen. That means America is dead. However, it doesn't mean that the American spirit is dead. It doesn't mean that those stars and bars behind me still don't stand for something. It doesn't mean that a patient on a gurney, flatlined, can't be cleared and brought back to life. What happens when a person dies and has a near-death experience and sees Jesus? They come back and their whole outlook of life has changed. They come back a better person. They come back and they say, I'll never take anything for granted ever again. That's what is happening with us right now. We have died. We have flatlined on the table. All we need is Donald Trump. All we need is a little bit of MAGA, a little bit of God injected back into this country, and we're going to come alive, and we're going to be just what Donald Trump says, better than we were before. The best is yet to come. It's the same scenario that we're going through as a country right now. So even though we are dead as a country, we're not hopeless. We have hope. There is light at the end of that tunnel. And I'll tell you what right now, our security in this country does not lie in the LGBTQ and trans community. And you're about to see a transgender Space Force colonel, Eli, a transgender Space Force colonel tell you that until you accept gender mutilation, LGBTQ, and trans everywhere, then our nation is not secure. Roll it. So inclusion is a national security imperative. We fight today and we are going to fight in the future using brain power. And if that brain, who's going to revolutionize the way we fight in space, we fight in cyber, just happens to be in a trans body, you should want them all serving alongside me. And for your organizations, it's the same way. Those perspectives that we get from a diverse set of individuals, it's been talked about on stage a lot regarding the science behind high-performing teams. We need those perspectives. But it's inclusion that actually drives that. Because you can bring people in, and if they don't feel safe to speak up, if they don't feel safe to bring their full selves to work, you're not gonna get the value of the diversity. So for us, it is absolutely critical to drive our future success as an organization and potentially on the battlefield. And I think it's the same way for all of you because we can't leave that talent that is gonna revolutionize the way we do business behind. Were I to sign House Bill 68. What was that? That doesn't even know what that is. If that doesn't know what that is, then you don't know what that is. We need to have inclusion and we need to have, uh, we need to be included or else if nobody feels safe, if nobody feels included, then nobody feels safe. And if nobody feels safe, then how are we going to have national pride and national, blah, blah, blah. 
Is that why Space Force hasn't succeeded yet in contacting alien life? I'm telling you, folks, the aliens are rolling up the windows when they drive past Earth. They're like, Mimi, Mimi, Mimi. We don't want none of that. Even aliens uh, know if they're boy or girl, Eli. Let me ask you guys. Do you feel safe and secure with with transgender people in control of your security? Let's see what the, let's see what the, I bet they don't, I bet they don't, Eli. I bet they don't. That person is mentally ill. Why would you want a mentally ill person in charge of your security? Imagine this dude running. (laughs) Oh my Lanta. Eli, how would he run? How would he do it? Hold on. (laughs) Flailing. Flailing. (laughs) Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, nobody seems to be safe in the hands of a trans. In the hands of a trans, right, Eli? All right, we're going to go to a quick break here as we got 15 minutes left of this show. And I've got got some good stuff here, so I I saved the best for last, as I always do. Let's go talk about four patriots for a change, folks. I mean, for a minute. We talk about them quite a bit. And there's a reason why. So I was talking to four patriots yesterday, and I said, I have a feeling that your guys' website is going to be absolutely huge in 2024. Your business is going to grow huge. And they said, why do you say that? And I say, because there's going to be a bunch of stuff that happens in 2024 that we are going to make sure that if we are um, customers of four patriots, that it's not going to apply to us. I guarantee you there is going to be power outages this year. I guarantee you there's going to be internet outages this year. I guarantee you there's going to be major cyber attacks on our infrastructure. And when I say our infrastructure, I mean the infrastructure that runs our energy sector, the infrastructure that runs our food, um, transportation and deployment, the, uh, the, the, the supply chain, all that will be destroyed. The infrastructure that carries everything that we use every single day to keep our life moving will be attacked, 100%. So to make sure that you and your family are guarded in the best way possible, for, look at that, the walkie-talkies, folks. The walkie-talkies right there. The talk-and-go rechargeable walkie-talkies with a massive, radi- um, a massive um, distance uh, responder, definitely something you should get. The solar-powered power stations, power cells. How about that? Whole egg powders in cans, survival food. You've got the generators, the three power generators that are powered by the sun. You don't need any electric company to make sure that you're good. Prepare now, ladies and gentlemen, and you can even make payments this year with 4Patriots. How do you do it? If you go to 4Patriots.com slash LFA, you're already on the landing page that gives you discounts. 4Patriots.com slash LFA. Work with an American company you can trust. Make sure you and your family are good in the case of all bad that could happen. 4Patriots.com slash LFA, 4Patriots.com slash LFA. Also, folks, so many of you out there have decided to do this uh, this year and last year, and the ones that did, I can tell you they have good testimonies. The people that decided to stop, my dad's 401k was so gone that he had to take out the rest of what he had, and which wasn't very much. My dad worked his butt off in the railroad for a long, long time. And he's now done with the railroad and he doesn't have much to show for it because the 401k was completely gone. How many of you can say the same thing? 
Now, I know if you don't have much of a 401k left, you're not going to be able to do this. But for those people who had such a large 401k or such a large IRA or savings where you still have something left to save, you still have something left to save face, goldco.com slash live today. Goldco.com slash live, 855-559-3433. And remember what I said. If you had 100 pounds of gold in 1970, it would have cost you $6 million. That same 100 pounds of gold that cost you $6 million in 1970 would be worth $360 million today. That's how much gold and silver is uh, is constantly rising. Same thing with land. So goldco.com, fourpatriots.com, two great partners here at LFA. Now, the Epstein client list. I told you guys yesterday that I did not want, I did not want the Epstein pilot flight logs. I wanted the Epstein client list, the people that visited the island and that were in that home. Well, the Epstein client list uh, reveal, ladies and gentlemen, has been delayed, and it's been delayed due to John Doe 107. A 30-day extension has been granted to John Doe 107 to submit evidence regarding allegations of physical harm and hate mail. The release of the highly anticipated list of names associated with Jeffrey Epstein has been postponed to January 22nd. And uh, an an enigmatic figure known only as Doe 107 was granted the 30-day extension by court. In the ongoing legal battle of Jufrey versus Maxwell, The court has granted an extension for the submission of supplemental materials in support of continued sealing. The decision comes after a letter from the law firm of Levitt and Kaiser representing Doe 107, whom I don't know that is, in the case requesting an extension of time due to not being on the ECF service list and not receiving the court endorsement of October 27, 2023. So, as you can see, there's a lot of people that do not want this list out. But this list will eventually get out because God promises that all things done in the dark, all dark and evil deeds will be exposed by the light of God. Now, after you watch this, I don't think that anybody in the world should be exonerated, should be redacted. I don't think anybody should be protected. And I think a judge in his or her right mind after watching just this 45-second clip would tell you we need all those names out and we need them out now. And they will come out, ladies and gentlemen. They will come out. I have uh, spent the last 17 years in my own prison for what she, Jeffrey, and all the co-conspirators did to me. I was raped repeatedly. I was raped three times a day sometimes. And I was not the only girl on that island. There was a constant stream of girls being raped over and over and over again. And yes, Ghislaine must die in prison because I've been in hell and back for the last 17 years. And 27 for me. I was 10 years old when Liz Stein was being trafficked. I was 10. That is how long the sex trafficking ring has been going on. I have uh, spent... That was on Sky News. That was a victim of Ghislaine Maxwell. Sarah Ransom. I pray for those victims. I couldn't even imagine. So we don't know who uh, John Doe 
or Doe 107 is. Some people are saying it could be a woman. I don't think anybody actually knows. Again, I don't care about the pilot flight logs. I want the client list and the people that were in that house on that island. That's what I want, and that's what we're going to get. And I can promise you, come hell or high water, that list will come out. And we either, either by the court of law or the court of public opinion, we administer justice on these people somehow, some way, some, some way, shape, or form. Now, yesterday, Aaron Rodgers got himself in a little bit of uh, in some in some spatting words back and forth with Jimmy Kimmel because Aaron Rodgers on Disney-owned ESPN said this. Does that have something to do with the Epstein list that came out? <laughs> Feels like <laughs> Feels like That's supposed to be coming out soon. That's supposed to be coming out soon. Look, this guy's been it's waiting in his wine cellar. Yeah. I've been waiting in my wine <laughs> cellar for this thing. I, a lot of people, including Jimmy Kimmel, are really hoping that doesn't happen. <laughs> All right. All right. Obviously, a clip from this particular program was run on Jimmy Kimmel's show uh, whenever Aaron brought up the, the list and then Jimmy mocked him for it. Aaron has not forgotten about that, but here we are sitting right in front of that nice bottle of scotch. What do you say? I'm waiting to celebrate something. Oh, yeah. yeah something <laughs> He's been waiting That's for the one. <laughs> yeah, I'll tell you what. If that list comes out, I definitely will be popping, popping some sort of bottle. This has something to do with so he calls out Jimmy Kimmel. Jimmy Kimmel then goes on Twitter and puts, he says, Dear A-hole, I have not ever been associated with, been on a flight with, had a conversation with, been on an island with, or been on a, a flight with Jeffrey Epstein in any way, shape, or form. And what you're doing is going to cause me and my family physical harm. And if you don't shut up now, I'll be forced to file a lawsuit against you. Why don't you do it right now, Jimmy Kimmel? Why are you trying to threaten him to shut up or you're going to do it? He already did it. You dumbass. He already did it on national TV, on Disney-owned ESPN. He already did it. There's not much more damage that he could do. Why won't you file the lawsuit now? Sue him now, Jimmy Kimmel, you coward. I'll tell you why he won't sue him. He has no plans on suing him for defamation of character or, to sh- or, or, or in any way, shape, or form to give him a cease and desist letter. Because if he had a plan to do it, he would already do it. I'm going to tell you this right now. If somebody comes out and absolutely accuses me of doing something that I did not do, and it could destroy my business, my life, my family, or bring physical harm to my family, the first thing I'm going to do is file a lawsuit. I'm not going to go on Twitter behind the keyboard and go, if you don't shut up, I'm going to sue you. That tells me right there everything I need to know about Jimmy Kimmel. He's as guilty as that list is long, and we're coming for you. We're coming for you. If you in any way, shape, or form were not on any list or any flight log or whatever, you would have no problem. You would have no problem filing that lawsuit right away. But you don't want to file that lawsuit because once you file a lawsuit on somebody and take them to court, then discovery happens. And once discovery happens and you're screwed, Jimmy Kimmel, what's the matter? Walls closing in on you a little bit, guys. Huh? Huh? So feel like the beginning of the end? Huh? Feel like justice is going to be served? You guys aren't going to be able to run and hide forever. Now, speaking of people who run and hide, it looks like Sean Hannity is running from New York and heading for Florida, like anybody cares. Fox News host Sean Hannity announced yesterday he's moving from New York to Florida. He wants to go be with his buddy Ron DeSantis. 
a state, he said, has elected officials who share his values. I've been threatening now to do this for quite a while. Who cares? But we are now beginning our first broadcast from my new home. That is in a free state of Florida, he said on iHeartRadio Tuesday. I am out. I am done. I am finished. He is your enemy. I see you, enemy. I see you, enemy. 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 You are my enemy. And I swear total resistance to you with everything I've got. Oh, Sean. Nobody cares where Sean Hannity is going to live. Nobody cares what Sean Hannity is going to do. Okay? I want to play a video for you here. Sean Hannity had Vivek Ramaswamy on his show. And I got to play a little bit of this for you. Let's see here. I got to play a little bit of this for you. Sean Hannity went off on Vivek Ramaswamy because Vivek Ramaswamy actually uh, calls out Nikki Haley and Ron DeSantis. And, you know, birds of a feather flock together. Sean a little surprised. I know that. you were on with Tucker. And I, I'm open to anybody's opinion. But you, you kind of what you're doing here is saying about Nikki Haley is you're saying that her concern for Israel is is driven by financial and a corrupting influence. And your explanation that this disproportionate focus on rape, kidnapping, and, and murder of, of Jew, the Jewish people in this attack, and that there, and your quote, that there are frankly financial and corrupting influences that lead them exactly to speak the way they do. Um, Sean, that is, Sean, that is a shameful char- mischaracterization hey, when I'm talking hey, about wait a Azerbaijan stop, stop right now. I'll, and I'll, Armenia. I'll read the exact tweet. You do may. this in every single interview. From you say Azerbaijan stuff and then you and deny Armenia. it. You deny, you deny your own words. So, you know, why don't you just own what you say and stand by it and stop playing these games? I am owning what I say, Sean. Well, I'm just Sean, telling I, you what you I say. I am owning what I say. What? Well, I'm telling you. I'm, I, You're a smart guy. Watch that I would assume interview. you remember what you say. Anytime they want. Yeah, I absolutely do. And so, Sean, maybe we have a debate that we need to have in our party. What's happening in Azerbaijan and Armenia was a separate discussion that I had. And I do believe that it is shameful that Azerbaijan is getting away with what they are because they have a powerful lobby in the U.S. But it is shameful to extrapolate that to the comments in Israel, where, to be honest, I have been crystal clear that what's happened is barbaric. It is medieval. It is wrong. And Israel absolutely said this since day one, say it now, has the right to defend itself to the fullest extent. Where I differ from other candidates in this field is that I also believe that this is Israel's decision to make. The U.S. should stand with Israel. But we need to be very careful not to enter a broader regional war in the Middle East. I have not that heard a, a single, I have not heard a single Republican, Vivek, I've not heard a single Republican call for that. But I really want an explanation here. I actually, I, no, no, I want an explanation to the... Can I finish? <laughs> can I finish? Can I finish? Uh, hold on a second. We got something to happen there. There we go. Uh, I want to fast forward this. Uh, I know we were running out of time here, and Sean, uh, I mean... Uh, Kevin Smith is coming up here next, and I'm going to run into his time here for a little bit because i got to finish this segment out. Uh, Let's go to where they really start getting into it. I I love that part right here. Perfect. And go deep into issues rather than this kind of political gotcha. The point is this. You you, you go on these interviews. Yeah, I I, I have nothing but nice things to say, but here's your problem. You go on these shows, people quote your exact words, and you deny your own words. 
And I'm saying if you're going to be a Sean, presidential candidate, and you're going to spend, you, I'm going to give you your exact words. Either you're the one, own Sean, it you have been sitting here for years talking about the fake news media. Did you play this you have all been, the Sean, time? This is, I'm enjoying this. You have been laughing about the fake news media how many times for the last several years, and now you're buying the mainstream media narrative when Excuse you know how corrupt me. it is. I am this following is a you. Game. I am quoting your exact words. Are a problem. All right, all right, all right. So you can see the disimpletons there, right? Excuse me. The disimpletons there, like uh, like uh, Sean Hannity, he's definitely a huge disimpleton. And I'm going to end it right here. And I apologize to Kevin for ch- jumping in on his time. But I'm going to end it right here. You guys all know uh, Rick Rubin, right? The Rubin Report. He's such a huge disimpleton. He loves DeSantis so much. He's got something to say about Paul and Gracia and Donald Trump. Watch this. This is great. And then we'll end the show. In a landslide. I, I want to read you, though, a-, a post that Trump put up on Truth Social over the weekend because... Uh, he was getting some pushback even from a few of his own people. But just tell me if this if this is the thing that you want going forward. This is Donald Trump on uh, Truth Social uh, going after he's going after Chip Roy here because Chip Roy uh, has def- has uh, endorsed Ron DeSantis. This is a, he's retruthing, I suppose, a guy by the name of Paul Ingracia. Uh, it doesn't matter how conservative a meaningless term Chip Soy's voting record is. He is a political hack with horrible judgment and character. He has never accomplished anything of significance in his life and committed the ultimate act of betrayal by going against Donald Trump and the America First movement. He's disgraced to Texas and isn't even worthy of being a dog catcher. Now, Trump put that up. Doesn't matter who this Paul guy is. Um, Trump put that up. Chip Roy from Texas, I've had him on the show a couple times actually. He has the most conservative voting record in Congress period. You can fact check that for yourself. Now, he happens to think that Ron DeSantis would be a better choice for president. No, see, the problem is here is that when you did that and you went, he can have all the conservative voting record he wants. He still is a backstabbing pile of trash because everybody know what Donald knows what Donald Trump went through and everybody knows that we needed to get behind Donald Trump's back or else we were going to have a complete banana republic country. And he sided with the banana republic. That's why Chip Soy is done. Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, I don't want to be into Kevin's time anymore. So thank you for being here today. God bless each and every one of you. Make sure you stay tuned all day. There's going to be breaking news from James O'Keefe on LFA TV. You're not going to want to miss breaking news from the Epstein client list that you're not going to want to miss. And you can catch it all by staying tuned here all day. And don't forget Roger Stone tonight at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. First show right here on LFA TV. Remember, folks, there are right ways and wrong ways, but there's only one Yahweh. So stand up tall, keep your shoulders back, keep your chest out, keep your head up high. You are a child of God, and no weapon formed against you will ever prosper. I love you guys. God bless you. Peace out. Stop screaming that we first in America